Hey guys, how are you doing? I am doing good. Um, my name is Lucia. I am your host for this podcast. Welcome to Transformed by His Word. Um, how was your Christmas? Did you have a great Christmas? I did. Most of my household is either sick or has been sick or, you know. That's how it happens when you have a large family. Um, but we're doing good. We had a very, very good Christmas. And I'm very excited to be back. So it's the New Year's. Yay! Happy, happy New Year's. I want to do um, a little bit of a New Year. Uh, let's talk about resolutions. What does the Bible says about new stuff? Um, you know how I go. All that jazz. Uh, before I get started, I do have some updates for you. Um, as always, my website, transformedbyhisword.org. My email address, L-G-O-S-S, at transformedbyhisword.org. I am going to start the new year, um, you know, running as usual, right? I doing this podcast on new stuff new year new you um it seems like new is the word in january um after that i am um, playing with the idea of doing a series on discipleship i think before i do that i'm gonna do a couple of episodes about what christianity is why is it um and you know that kind of stuff. And the other thing that's going to be new, and if you listen to my podcast previously, you know this, but I'm going to start having interviews. So once a month, the last Monday of every month, I'm going to have a guest person. This month, I'm going to have a lady that has uh, been a pretty big part of my life um, here in North Carolina, and um, she is not a believer. So I kind of want to chit chat with her of what it is to have uh, a believer as a person in her inner circle, and you know if if it makes any difference or not, and all that fun stuff. I'm working on all the questions that I'm going to ask her. Uh, I think it's going to be fun to have a point of view of uh, someone that, you know, doesn't share my faith, but is still choosing to have me as part of her family. So that is going to be the 29th. It's going to air out on the 29th. I'm very, very excited about that. As always, if you have any specific thing that you would want me to cover. Um, you have questions about the Bible, you have questions about counseling, just let me know. That's what I'm here for, uh, to answer those questions. All right, let's get this party started. So with the new year, um, we have this tendency of wanting to like go, go, go. It's new. I'm going to have resolutions. I'm going to do this and this and this, and my life is going to change dramatically. Um, 
and I have all these new goals and all these things that I want to do and I'm going to do. And um, How does that work out for you in the past years? <laughs> how, do, how does that work? Um, I know for me, it doesn't really work. It works like a couple of weeks. Even um, when I worked at the gym, the new year was like this massive rush of people and then they would dwindle away because that's not how we're, you know, wired to do things. So my first point, my first thing that I want to talk to you about is uh, remember and learn. So the first step to move forward, um, and this is going to sound really counterproductive or weird, I don't know, but it's to stop remember and learn from your experiences. Um, we have a couple of places in the Bible where God has been like, he has done this great thing and they're pumped and they're ready to go forward. And God's like, no, no, no wait, you need to stop and remember. Okay. Um, so our first verse, our first thing is going to be in Joshua 4. Um it's really the whole chapter. Of course, I'm not going to read you the whole chapter, um, but it would be a good read for you to go back and look at the entire chapter. I'm going to read you a couple of verses from it to give you the main idea of what I'm talking about here, but you really should go read the whole chapter. So Joshua 4, 6 through 7 says, and this may be, um, okay, let me give you a little background because where I'm going to start, you're going to be like, what is he talking about? Um, so they have just crossed the Jordan River. Uh, the water has parted. Um, I don't know if you know this, but the waters part more than once for the Israelites. So this time the waters parted, they crossed the Jordan, and God has given them instructions on what to do next. Okay, they just had this big win. And they're ready to go in and take the promised land. And God's like, no, 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 hold on. You got to do this first. So God's um, Joshua 4, 6 through 7 says, and this may be that this may be a sign among you when your children ask in the time to come saying, what are those stones mean to you? So God has told them that they need to grab 12 stones for the 12 tribes and put them on a pile, if you will. Um, and it was, it's known as a remembrance stones. So God has told them each person of the tribe needs to do this, put them there. And this is why. So when your kids ask you, um, they look at the stones and they're like, what, what are, what are these? Like, why, why are these even here? Verse seven says, then you should tell them and answer them that the waters of the Jordan were cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord. When it crossed over the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off and these stones shall be for a memorial to the children of Israel forever. Um, so the concept here is um, to stop and acknowledge what you've been through. Um, as we start a new year, we want to, you know, start new diets, start new exercise programs, start new Bible studies. 
and all this stuff, which is great. It's not a bad thing. I'm not saying don't do it. Um, but stopping and meditating, thinking about pondering on the things that have happened. And, you know, sometimes we have to put reminders, right? Like if something big happened in this case with the Jordan, the Jordan parted for them. But God knows that we have forgetful memories. <laughs> um, and and sometimes we need visual reminders. Um, I have told some of my counselees to do, um, you know, like little rocks and put them in a jar or put them on a specific place and put all the blessings that they've received, um, the big stones on their lives, because it's a visual reminder. And this is what God had in mind is that visual reminder. So when you're having a hard time, you know, in the coming year, because you will, we all will, um, you can look back on this specific thing and say, oh, yeah, God, God got me through that. Like um, the Israelites were to do here at the Jordan. So let's not um, be so much in a rush to get to the next best thing that we forget to remember what God has done for us this year. Okay. The second example comes from Joshua 22. Now, Joshua 22, I'm not going to read any of it because I went through that whole chapter, like, I don't know, gazillion times. And there is not one section that I could read that would make sense. So I'm going to tell you what happens on Joshua 22, but I'm going to really encourage you to go read it because it's a great, great passage. Um, so there's this three tribes uh, that get together and they build an altar, kind of like what um, the Israelites were told to do. Okay. They build an altar and the Israelites get all bent out of shape and they're like, seriously, you guys, uh, you're building altars for false gods, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, no, 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 you, you're getting this wrong. We built this altar um, to remember, for us to remember and for our descendants to remember and to bring peace offerings. So they were mimicking what the Israelites had done in Joshua 4 and saying, this is this is a good thing for us to remember and have a visual of what happened here. They had just gone through a war and it's a whole thing. Um, but they were seeing that putting these altars or putting these stones um, as a physical reminder, not just to them, but for future generations, was a good thing. So they were mimicking that. For us, we have to remember not just the things that we have to remember for our sakes and um, making our walk with God stronger, but also for our children, sitting down and explaining to your kids why you believe the way you believe, um, what God has done for you. It builds up their faith and it's it's a remembrance for both of you. Um, they get to learn through your experiences, so they don't have to make your mistakes. How cool is that? <laughs> so 
that is um, the first step is to remember. Now, the thing is, and I've said this before, is not to get stuck in the past, right? We look at the past and the things that God has done for us, and we move towards new opportunities. The new year is a great time to say, I am going to get new opportunities, find new opportunities, and I'm going to move forward from this thing. Um, now, if you're dealing with really heavy things and you've been trying and have had no success, please look for somebody to help you. Um, it could be your pastor. It could be uh, someone that does discipleship in your church. Um, if you need to, you can contact me. I do biblical counseling. I'll be more than happy to help you biblically get through whatever it is that you've been stuck on. Um, sometimes people get stuck on things that are like 20 years ago. You need to move forward from that. Um, God wants you to move forward from that. He wants you to remember and learn and build your stones, if you will. Um, and this could be physical or mental. It doesn't matter. But then he wants you to move forward. He doesn't want you to stay there and be stuck. Um, and that's one of the things that I think we miss is uh, we we get stuck on things that God did not intend for us to be stuck on. So let's move forward, talking about new opportunities and moving forward, right? Uh, and we're going to go to Isaiah 43:19. Now, I debated whether or not to use this passage because if you read all of Isaiah 43, you're going to be like, oh, she's taking it out of context. I do not want to ever take any scripture out of context. But I really, really, really like this verse. Um, and I think it's applicable for the new year. I understand that this verse is more for you know, in the future when Jesus comes back and new heavens, new earth, all that fun stuff. But it's a really good verse that brings hope to my heart. Um, so this is Isaiah 43, 19. And it says, behold, I will do new things. Now it shall spring forward. Shall you not know? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. That is the God that we serve, uh, you guys. Is He is able um, to make roads in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. There is nothing he can't do. So, yes, this is talking about future and prophecy and all that. But it's just a good hope-filled verse. Uh, it doesn't matter what you're going through. Even if you feel like you're in the middle of the desert, even if you feel like you're desperate and there's no way out and there's, you know, no water in sight, if you will, um, God says that he can make rivers in the desert. And he has done it before. So um, it's good hope for everyone, you know, especially if you're going through something really hard. Um, the next verse I have is... Uh, Psalms 51.10, Psalms 51.10 says, create in me a clean heart, 
O God, a renew a steadfast spirit within me. So as we are in the new year and we're talking about um, doing new things and trying new things, uh, you know, let's let's make this part of that new thing we're doing. Uh, just the idea of creating a new heart in me. God knows that my heart is full of impurities and desires that shouldn't be there. Um, things that I don't even know are there, are there. Uh, I, I don't even acknowledge them as things that are sinful. But God is faithful. And if we surrender to him, he will. And this is an absolute yes. He will do this for you. He will help you have a clean heart. Um, and it says, and renew a steadfast spirit in me. So I actually had to look up what steadfast meant. Um, yeah, I didn't know what that was. That's a big word. <laughs> and it just talks about being firm, being, you know, like planted, if you will. So I was thinking of like, this tree um, in Psalms, it talks about a tree planted by the river. You know, it's never going to have any worries about water because it's right there. Um, so I think it would be a really good time um, because we are talking about new things and we are talking about resolutions to just have the idea of how do I plant myself next to the Lord, next to my living waters. Um, so much so that I can be steadfast, um, that I can be, you know, that, that solid, um, have that solid foundation that it doesn't matter what kind of storms come my way. I am really close to my source and I don't have to worry about, you know, if the wind gust is 75 miles an hour or 80 miles an hour, because I know I am in, in a good place. I am next to the source of my strength and my water. Um, so I really like that verse, uh, renew spirit, uh, steadfast spirit. I want my spirit to be steadfast. Um, yeah, all the time. So I, I want to put myself and I would love for you to put yourself in a position to where, um, we are steadfast in the Lord uh, and our spirits are not wavering and moving around and, you know, uh, taken by surprise, but for things of this world. Um, so I'm going to be closing it a little short um, today. The overarching theme of this, if you will, is let's, uh, start the new year strong. Um, but with that, don't forget to remember, learn what you need to learn from what you went through this last year and close that last, that's that chapter, um, to be able to move forward. And best resolution, I think is to follow God with everything we are, uh, being steadfast in him. And that would be a 
wonderful resolution for all of us to have is just the idea of um, loving Jesus, right? Just loving Jesus with everything, not just with my Sundays or with my Wednesdays or, you know, with my quiet time that I do once a day, but loving, loving God with everything and following him with everything we are. Um, I know that a lot of the times there's this idea of if I'm worshiping God with everything, I have to give up all this stuff. And it's like, you're not giving anything up because you don't own anything. It's all his anyways. Uh, he has lended it to you. So might as well give it back. Um so I think that is all I have. Um, as usual, let me know what you think. Um, let me go back and my email address right there, elgoss at transformedbyhisword.org. I am starting this new year with high hopes. Um, the counseling part um, is is going through. Uh, if you know of anyone that needs counseling, I still have free hours to give away. Uh, I'm hoping that this year will be a year where um, my counseling will be my full time. And, you know, that my calling would be um, fulfilled, as I think God has called. Um, but here I am working one day at a time and, you know, just moving forward. I have had someone ask about uh, donations. Yes, you can do donations to this ministry. Um, if you have any questions about that, just shoot me an email and I'll be more than happy to help you um, help others. So with all that, I'm going to stop saying bye. I think I've said bye like three times now. <laughs> I really appreciate all of you guys. I really love the fact that you're here and that you're listening. Um, and I will see you next week. I think now I'm saying I think because this is not in stone yet. I think I'm going to be talking about what Christianity is and what it's not. So what I end up doing. As always, like, subscribe, share, do all the fun stuff. Have a great week. Bye.